Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, 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 it was a huge weekend for our girl, Britney Spears. She is free. Yay! 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 Yes, that was the court's decision on Friday. She's going to be able to avail herself of just those everyday freedoms that most of us take for granted. That she's been denied during her 13 years living under conservatorship. But she's free now. She's free to make her own medical decisions, sign her own contracts, spend her own money. And sure, there's going to be those legal battles that people are still wanting money from her. You know, like her mom and her dad and her manager and her doctors and her lawyers. But that's it, though. That's it. She's free. And so I would say, man, get ready for the party to begin. Because Brittany is going to be headed off the deep end very soon. And when that happens, I'm, you know, it's not going to make me happy, but it will be, it's kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Hashtag free Britney. Yeah, baby. Welcome to chewing the fat. Another Chewing the Fat prediction come true. And before I tell you which prediction that was, let me tell you about moinkbox.com. If you want your house to smell like the best bacon, the best steak, the best chicken, the best salmon you'll ever eat and or smell, it's not going to come from the grocery store. You're only going to find it on the family farm and caught by independent Alaskan fishermen. And that gets sent to your home by Moinkbox, moinkbox.com. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, direct to your door. Yes, helping family farms become financially independent outside of big agriculture. Their animals are raised outdoors, their fish swim wild in the ocean, and moink meat is free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, and all that other junk you find in prepackaged meat in the meat aisle. Sign up at moinkbox.com slash jeffy, and you get a year of ground beef free, and then pick what meals you want delivered with your first box, change what you get each month, cancel any time i i cannot tell you how cool it is to receive the moink box box at the door (laughs) it is such a wonderful experience man it's like yes the moink meat is here i love it moink was founded by an eighth generation farmer who was featured on shark tank uh we all all watched an episode or two of that show Uh, Host Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, said it's the best bacon he's ever tasted, and I don't disagree with that. Uh, Jamie Simoff, a creator of Ring Video Doorbell, invested in Moink. Uh, They guarantee you'll say, 
oink, oink, I'm just so happy I got moinked. Or maybe something similar, you know, to, I know I am happy with moink and you will be too. Uh, Something like that. I don't know that I'm going to guarantee you're going to say oink, oink. You know what? I'm going to guarantee it. You will say it. Darn it. Oink, oink, I'm just so happy I got moinked. (laughs) That's how happy and how happy you're going to be when that moink box gets delivered to your house. Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. Join the moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now. And listeners to this show get a free ground beef for a year. One year of the best ground beef you'll ever taste. It's for a limited time. So get to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy today. M-O-I-N-K box.com slash Jeffy. Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. So I told you that this was true when it happened. I could feel it. I could read between the lines. And now it's in the lawsuit that John Gruden has put up against the NFL and 20 other people named in his deal. Uh, so, you know, they claim that they have 20 other people, unnamed sources that, uh, are part of the deal. And so Gruden is suing NFL, uh, the commissioner, Roger Goodell and 20 other unnamed defendants. Part of the lawsuit that's listed in the claims is that there were was a conspiracy to release only those emails that portrayed Gruden negatively and singled him out in spite of the full investigation into Washington. In addition, Goodell was a target in the leaked emails and he retaliated by harming Gruden's reputation and ending his career with the Raiders. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Now, I worded it that Goodell got his panties in a wad and he was all upset. So he said, yes, go after him, shut him down. And so Gruden is seeking damages in excess of $15,000 for each of the seven claims of relief and is seeking that any compensatory damages awarded be at least trebled. Now, according to Nevada rules of civil procedure, anyone asking for more than $15,000 in a lawsuit should request damages in excess of $15,000 without further specification of the amount. So that number uh, rolls higher. (laughs) Spin the tote board as we get closer to that deal. So we'll see what happens. Uh, We'll see if they release more emails. If uh, the NFL says, hey, you know, we're sorry, we'll pay you. No way Goodell says he's sorry. Uh, No way. So I'm sure that they will fight it. They've already said they didn't want to release more emails. They will go back through the other 650,000. I mean, those are pretty much open territory now. So we'll go through those and that will show if there were more emails with other, you know, bad stuff said about other people from other people, not just John Gruden, because there were reports at the beginning that Gruden was the only person who used such language in the 650,000 emails collected, which I find very difficult to believe, but okay. If let's see him, let's see him, please. And you know, you cost Gruden a lot of money and uh, a lot of, you know, uh, big time 
damages to his reputation. I mean, he was in the middle of a 10 year deal, hundred million dollar contract, uh, you know, uh, endorsements and these emails that where he was bad mouthing Goodell happened when he wasn't even working for the NFL. I mean, technically he was broadcasting NFL games for ESPN. So I guess you could, you know, the NFL has a, a long arm when it comes to that kind of thing. There's no doubt about that, but, uh, you know, we'll, so we'll see, we'll see. But anyway, that lawsuit has been filed. So we'll see what happens. Plus we found out that this is another prediction. I think I'm going to make this prediction. The queen missed a Sunday service that she has not missed since, I don't know, 1822. And so they claim that she sprained her back and, you know, she hasn't been seen. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, she, this was meant to be her first public appearance after taking a few weeks off to rest under doctor's orders. Now we talked about the possibility of her actually just being dead. And, uh, you know, do we, if Charles knew that she was dead, he would be dancing in the streets. All right. He would be at cop 26 saying, I'm the king and boy, what a shame mom died, but I'm the king now. Uh, so I don't know that he knows. I think the family or the insiders are keeping it quiet so that Charles isn't king. (laughs) I don't know how long they can drag that out, but it will be like weekend at Bernie's the weekend at Queenie's. So I don't know. Maybe William is behind it all. Maybe William is saying, don't tell the world she's dead. And then he's going to have his dad accidentally slip and fall. And so we release, oh no, grandma's dead. Oh, darn the luck. Dad died too. I'm the king. Could happen. Could. You don't know. Could happen. You know, I got an email this weekend from Jesse who pointed out that uh, he doesn't uh, normally wish harm on others, but, and I'm assuming that Jesse is a male, could be a female, J-E-S-S-E, I don't know, but I'm assuming that Jesse is a male, just by the words, I don't normally wish harm on others, but, but it could be a female, but uh, someone, uh, Mr. Golden Chance here to teach this woman a lesson, just once I'd like to see an idiot like this who jumps into a dangerous animal exhibit get eaten alive. Oh, wow, Jesse, stop it. So a woman jumped over a barrier at the Bronx Zoo's lion exhibit. You see the video of her. She's got flowers. She's dressed in her little red dress with her leopard skin shawl, which I don't know that that goes over well with the lion. Anyway, and she's uh, saying, uh, I, I missed you. I love you. She's throwing she's trying to rain some money down i guess she thinks the lion you know can be bought (laughs) the cell phone video shows her dancing and turning around and slapping her rear end toward the lion now apparently she wasn't in any real danger because she was separated by a moat and then she left and she was gone by the time zoo staff arrived oh okay So there's, I mean, they have video of it. Now they claim that it might be the same woman who was there a couple of years ago. This uh, Maya Autry, remember we talked about her uh, jumping over the same barrier where she danced for the lion and saying that that, uh, it loved her. She was later arrested and charged with two counts of criminal trespassing. I looked at both the videos and they don't look like the same person. 
I mean, a couple of years could do some big things, but not that much. It's a different person, uh, for sure. I know that I believe it's the same woman. No, it's not. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. It's not the same woman. But, you know, if you want to believe that, you go ahead and believe that. That's fine. I didn't know that the Bronx Zoo uh, has a outpost from the New York City Police Department in the zoo. They have a substation in the park. So uh, apparently they were, I don't know, off smoking a cigarette at the other end of the park. Because <laughs> I'm telling you what, uh, the zoo does not have any tolerance for this, okay? They have zero tolerance for this type of action. And uh, this they will aggressively seek prosecution, okay? And this is violating park safety rules, my friends. So this will not stand but how come that ever happens? And Jesse wants wanted to know as well. Nothing like that ever happens when he goes to the zoo. Nothing like that ever happens when I go to the zoo either. And I, I'm a I, I w- would I would like to see it happen. Oh look, there's a lady climbing into the lion's den. Well, let's stay here for a little bit and watch, shall we? <laughs> Turn your phone on and start recording and shut up. Let's see what happens. The first person that says, hey, what are you doing? Get out of there. No, no, she's fine. Leave her be. (laughs) Does make you want to go to the zoo, though. That's for sure. Hey, you know what? It's never too early to start uh, shopping for the holidays, especially uh, because today uh, you can save big on a gift that you or they will use every day. I mean, you might as well buy one for yourself or a pair for you and pair as a gift raycon wireless earbuds i love my raycon earbuds i have the work buds and i have the regular raycon buds now the regular raycon buds were stolen from one of my children so i ended up getting the work earbuds a smart man would have just purchased two pair to begin with uh they have seamless bluetooth pairing and a comfortable noise isolating fit you can start listening right away and keep listening for hours. The audio is amazing. It's comparable, uh, you know, to what you get from I know other premium brands. Yeah, well, Raycon uh, is half the price, so let's go ahead and call that a premium brand as well. The new everyday earbuds come with three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best and just the right amount of bass, uh, whatever you need. Uh, pure mode which is what you'd be listening to this show on, is for podcast listening, uh, blues and instrumental. They have a balanced mode and a bass mode. It offers eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. There's also a built-in mic, and you can use for calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. So this holiday season, let's get something that they can use And they can use for phone calls. They can use for music. They can use to just get away. Put those earbuds in, those Raycon earbuds, and get away. Whether you're at work, play, at home, on the go, whatever you're doing, Raycon earbuds could be there for you and or whoever you purchase them for. (laughs) So pick up a pair for yourself. And then you're going to want to pick up a pair for someone else as a gift or just to be safe that uh, someone else in your home doesn't just 
take the ones you purchased. Go to uh, buyraycon.com slash Jeffy today. You're going to unlock exclusive deals up to 20% off your Raycon order. This offer is available for a limited time only, so hurry up and you don't want to miss it. That's buyraycon.com slash Jeffy to unlock up to 20% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash Jeffy by raycon.com slash jeffy all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately oh my gosh so good all right between uh zoos and who died today who died today uh winter winter died and not the weather but the dolphin you remember the dolphin who starred in the dolphin tale films yeah he died at the uh, clearwater marine aquarium beautiful place i love it um my old stomping grounds down there in tampa bay and they apparently had they had some internal issue going on with winter they weren't sure a little while ago they realized uh ooh, something is wrong we don't know what's wrong she's sick she's not eating and then she's got a little gastrointestinal infection going on and yes gastrointestinal infection and uh yeah she uh she died and you remember winter also i mean winter was a big star right i mean she starred in uh the dolphin tale 2011 film she starred in the dolphin tale 2014 film with harry connick jr and ashley judd and morgan freeman and she made big news because remember she was rescued in 2005 she was caught in a trap and lost her tail so she should have been dead a long time ago but thanks to humans we saved her and we gave her a prosthetic instead and so she according to the Clearwater Marine Aquarium, she inspired so many by her resiliency and she just affected millions of millions of people. And we just, we just want to thank everyone. And she had her own health journey and struggles and gosh darn it, we lost her. Oh no. Well, as long as we're rest in peace, winter. And as long as we're talking about zoos and animals, we might as well stick with the snow leopards in Nebraska, dead. I know. They died of COVID-19. I'm sorry. They died of complications from COVID-19. That's what the Lincoln's Children's Zoo announced. They said the two Sumatran tigers, remember, we talked about them who had contracted the virus, have recovered. But the leopards, I guess, were hanging out with the tigers doing a little zoo children business and caught COVID from the tigers, and then they died. So, okay. And now they're saying, hey, uh, we're no other animals at the zoo are showing signs of infection at this time. Um, You know, the zoo staff noticed the animals had symptoms, and they began treating them with steroids and antibiotics. Seems to me that they do more for the animals than they did the humans, but that's just me. Uh, you know, maybe I, I could be wrong, but rest in peace to the snow leopards at the Nebraska Zoo and winter. And uh, thankfully, the Bronx Zoo uh, episode, no one has died yet. 
Thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat. It's a free podcast, thanks to the Blaze Podcast Network. But one of the things that makes it free is those of you who subscribe to blazetv.com. And now's a good time to get Blaze TV. You could use blazetv.com slash, you can go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy. But if you use the promo code Fauci lied, you're going to get $25 off. Okay. That's because Glenn has got a big special coming up this week. For those of you listening live today is the 15th of November. And on the 17th, this Wednesday, he has a big special coming up and it's going to you know, probably be the only place you're going to be able to see the full special is on blazetv.com because all the other Social media accounts are probably not going to let most of it, if any of it, air. So now would be a good time to get blazetv.com. Uh, just go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy. You can use the promo code Jeffy. I don't think that's going to get you the 25 bucks off. I think that's only good for the 10. Not positive, though. You can give it a shot. But you can use Fauci Live and get 25 off for sure. And uh, that helps pay for makes this podcast free. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Also, I want to thank, uh, as long as we're busy thanking you, uh, I want to thank everyone who has donated to my fundraiser for our rescue. Uh, my, my goal was to raise $6,000 to pay for legal documents, medical travel, food, water, lodging, transportation, and education and training for a human slave survivor that OUR rescued. It takes about $6,000 for a year to be able to, uh, you know, make them back into society, make them get back into society. It takes, you know, they don't just kick them to the curb. Okay. We rescued you. Take care. (laughs) So I wanted to at least, you know, save one person through my fundraiser. And by doing that, I would shave my head coming up on the 19th this Friday. And so that's going to happen. We surpassed our goal of $6,000 and I wanted to thank all the donors who have donated, thank you. I really appreciate it. It means more than you know. Uh, you can. There's still time to donate. You can go to ourrescue.org slash fundraiser slash Jeffy dash fundraiser, or you can just go to my social media accounts at JeffyJFR on Twitter, Jeff Fisher Radio on Instagram and Facebook, and the link is in the bio, and you can just click the link there and donate. But if you want to go to ourrescue.org and then go to the donate tab and then go to the fundraisers tab and then scroll down, you know, that's fine. You can do that if you want. I'm just trying to make it easier for you. That's all. That's what I'm here for. So last week we talked about Brian Williams retiring and, uh, you know, it was about time and he's got 30 years and whatever. And he's, you know, how many, you know, this great news guy that's going to retire from NBC and or MSNBC. Well, come to find out, he's not really retiring. It wasn't that kind of a thing. It, he got all butt hurt when they gave Rat, Rachel Maddow a new deal worth $30 million. And he believes that he's worth that much. So he went to MSNBC and said, hey, uh, you're going to renew my contract and you're going to give me $30 million. And MSNBC said, no, <laughs> uh, no, sorry, Brian, uh, that's not going to happen. Now, why they gave it to Rachel Maddow, I have no idea. I would almost believe, you know, thinking about it, that maybe Brian is worth more than Rachel. But 
you know, that's for them to decide, not me. So who will see? I mean, he's had a damaged reputation. He wants, you know, big money, pre-reputation damage money. He's not going to get that. And so I know he wants to go to other networks and, you know, good luck. He's not going to make 30 million from other networks. In fact, the best thing that Brian could do probably is to, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, of course he'll start a podcast, but that'll be part of his new deal. I don't know who he works for. I don't know what he does, but he ain't making 30 million a year, not from one of these networks. So he didn't just decide, Hey, it's been long enough. I need to retire he was like, he went to them and said, I want money just like Rachel does. I'm worth it. I'm worth it. Um, no, no, Brian, take care. Good luck. God bless. We'll give you a, uh, you're able to retire and you can say goodbye for the next month or so. That's the best we can do for you. Bye. So a Vermont woman has earned a new world record. So one woman decided that once uh, the world went into lockdown last year, that uh, she wanted to start running marathons, the 26.2 mile marathon, marathon, Alyssa Clark, 28 years old from Burlington. So she decided to run marathons every day. 26.2 miles every day. She's done so for 95 consecutive days. (laughs) Congratulations. Uh, That's, uh, I mean, that's something that that's a record. I will not set. (laughs) I never started the journey of running 95 marathons thinking it would be a world record. Every day was a gift and kind of ending up with this. I'm still kind of shocked. 95 days, 95 marathons. She was training for the ultra races, which are longer than a marathon distance. And she began her marathon quest when those ultra races were canceled. At the time, her husband, who was in the Navy, was stationed in Naples, Italy. In March of 2020, when the country went on lockdown, she said she had to think a whole new way to challenge herself. So I just got on the treadmill and started running. Oh, yeah. Me too. Me too, Alyssa. That's what I thought. Man, if I'd only been, I wasn't in Naples, Italy, because if I would have been, I would have thought the same thing. Hey, we're headed to lockdown. Let's get on a treadmill. Me too. So she'd only run 14 or 15 consecutive days. She figured that's what she would do. And then it just added up from there. At around 25 days, she said she looked at what the record was. And the previous record was a uh, female record was set in 2015 by this lady in England who ran a marathon distance for 60 consecutive days. And knowing she was about halfway to breaking the record, she thought, well, hey, uh, I could do that. And she set a goal of 100 consecutive days. So she didn't even meet her goal. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> her goal was 100. She only ran 95. <laughs> Man, congratulations, Alyssa. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Uh, That's amazing. That's amazing. 95 consecutive days of of a marathon run. Man, that's that's a tough haul. And think of that. That was back in March of 2020 when Italy went on lockdown. I mean, we've got Austria, 
bringing back lockdowns now, this time for the unvaccinated. So if you're vaccinated, you're fine, right? Well, and that's really, I mean, we're finding out that uh, we really aren't fine, even though we're vaccinated, right? But anyway, Austria is saying, uh, hey, we're placing millions of people not fully vaccinated against the coronavirus in lockdown as of today uh, to deal with the surge in infections to record levels. Uh, Plenty of countries are, you know, 90 to 95% vaccinated and they still are having problems. So maybe it isn't just the unvaccinated that are having the problem, but you know, maybe it is, maybe it is, maybe it is the evil unvaccinated that are the ones to blame. Certainly many people believe that. (laughs) I love the Jordan Peterson line too. He believes he was lied to. He said, uh, hey, I'll get the vaccine. Just effing leave me alone. And then, uh, hey, that didn't didn't work out. Uh, I'll get the vaccine. You effing leave me alone. And uh, did that work? No. I have to get tested for COVID when I come back into Canada. Canada, I have to get tested before I leave Canada. Why did I get the vaccine then if you're not going to leave me alone? That's an excellent question, Jordan, isn't it? That is an excellent question. And many people besides you, Jordan, are asking that question, but I'm glad that you, with having the voice that you have, are asking that question because we're getting bombarded from a lot of sides. I mean, we have SNL. Uh, I know that I saw the article, oh, facing calls to be canceled. Well, it's not going to be canceled, but it is awful. Although lately, some of their bits have been kind of funny. We've talked about them here. You know, they've done, uh, uh, maybe it's just because for the most part, they've been awful for the last few years. And so when they have a funny bit, it may not be that funny, but it's just better than what they have been. But I know they did their bit with Big Bird and Ted Cruz and Joe Rogan uh, Pete Davidson was Joe Rogan and the what's her faces, uh, Ted Cruz. And they did their bit about big bird getting the vaccine. And, uh, they gave, you know, of course, Rogan, uh, you know, used, I used to host fear factor and now doctors fear me. Ha 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 ha. And, uh, Oh sure. Can you help me? Can you help me, Joe? Oh, here's some zinc and some horse medicine. Ha 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 ha. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. I'm a human and I took horse medicine and I'm speaking of things are horse that are horse-like. See, it's not funny because they're trying to, you know, use propaganda to be funny and it's not. But, you know, then you have places like the Babylon Bee who post this video about, remember when the Tickle Me Elmo doll was so huge uh, back in the day and uh, everyone wanted to Tickle Me Elmo? Well, Babylon Bee has posted a video on their video site, which is really funny. They're producing some videos now, really good, about the new Tickle Me Elmo. Hey there, are you hesitant to get the vaccine? Yeah. Then get the brand new government-approved Vaccinate Me Elmo doll. Wow, Elmo loves experimental vaccines. (laughs) With the Vaccinate Me Elmo doll, your kid will finally feel the pressure and shame we've successfully made you feel to get the COVID vaccine. Quick! Give me the vaccine! Elmo don't want to be responsible for the deaths of friends or family! Thanks! Ha <laughs> Now Elmo's a good person! The Elmo doll comes with a toy syringe, a stethoscope... Elmo, your heart is beating fast. Are you having complications? Of course not! 
and a tiny vial of something. It's not the vaccine, promise. It's, uh, water. Let your kid drink it. Elmo, can't you take your mask off now? No! Gotta keep that mask on forever! That feels like mixed messaging. With the Vaccinate Me Elmo doll, your child will be begging you to get the vaccine. Just scared out of their little mind for the fate of the world. Or your money back. It's your turn. Time to get the vaccine. <laughs> you want to. Sorry, you have to. <laughs> no. Do it. No. You have no choice. No. Now. Now. Or else. Or else what? Last chance. Okay. Okay. Great! Emma knows compliance! And for all you anti-science conspiracy-believing parents, buy the re-released classic Tickle Me Elmo. It's perfectly normal! <laughs> now this is fun! <laughs> Get the vaccine or die! <laughs> oh my gosh, really funny. Now, if SNL were to come up with bits like that, maybe they'd be considered funny again. However, you're not going to do that because that goes way against the agenda. You know that as well as I do. And by the way, uh, <laughs> uh, that video or the audio that you heard here on Chewing the Vat from the video of the Tickle Me Elmo <laughs> vaccination doll <laughs> could not. I mean, it's horrible and wrong. And I play that to point out <laughs> how awful it is and you should just get vaccinated and Shut up. Now, just a quick update on the Haitian kidnapping. Yes, that is still ongoing. On Friday, the group that had their missionaries kidnapped uh, posted. They have a website where they post updates on their uh, staff abductions. On Friday, it was the 28th day. So today is the 31st day of the kidnapping in Haiti. That's when it took place. 31 days ago. Wow. And those people are still waiting for someone to pay, someone to kill them, someone to set them free, uh, hoping that someone in America will take notice and go and rescue them. But I'm just letting you know that they are still there. Don't forget, the head guy said that he would put a bullet in the heads of these Americans. In fact, his quote was, I swear by thunder that if I don't get what I'm asking for, I will put a bullet in the heads of these Americans. That was William Joseph, the head of the 400 Mawazo gang. And he was demanding a million for each of those kidnapped. And it wasn't clear that that included the five children in the group, among them an eight-month-old. Sixteen Americans and one Canadian were abducted along with their Haitian driver. So, okay, uh, maybe somebody do something. Uh, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Just an update on the Haitian kidnapping. It's only been 31 days. You know, I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, William Joseph, the head of the 400 Mawazo gang, is uh, treating them fairly and nicely and gift feeding them and treating them like they're at a five-star resort. I'm sure that's taking place. So don't worry about it. I just wanted to let you know what was that they were still, <laughs> they still hadn't been rescued, but so, so what? I mean, our president 
Joseph Robinette Biden is supposedly uh, supposed to sign the infrastructure bill today, which is great. And it's just going to inject $550 billion of fresh funds into upgrading the country's roads, trains, electric vehicle charging networks. And of course, my favorite, more. (laughs) I love and more. That's one of my favorite things in almost everything in today's world and more. Uh, The White House's top economic advisors expect the second item on the to-do list, the $1.85 trillion social spending bill to pass the House this week. So that's great. And he's going to be on his virtual summit with China. And we're just going to, we're all just getting along. We're just one happy family. That's all. We're just one little happy family. I mean, sure, six uh, automakers at the United Nations Climate Change Conference, uh, six automakers and 30 countries signed a pledge to end the sales of gas and diesel-powered cars worldwide by 2040. That's it, though. Don't worry about it. Now, they're also in the agreement. They uh, want to phase out sales of those vehicles by 2035 in of you know leading markets. Now, just to be clear, this was uh, Ford, General Motors, Mercedes-Benz, Volvo, Jaguar, Land Rover, and the Chinese automaker BYD. They all signed on, as did two dozen fleet operators, including Uber. Uh, but the United States, China, and Japan refrained refrain from joining the pledge, as did major automakers such as Toyota, Volkswagen, and the Nissan Renault. Or is it Renault? It's Renault. I know. Stop it. I just love messing with <laughs> Nissan Renault. I know how to pronounce it. It just drives me insane. Anyway, they did not sign on. So, I mean, we're getting rid of coal. We're getting rid of gas and diesel. I mean, get ready to put your shoes on. We're going back to Flintstone days. It's just... It's really, really frustrating. Just leave it at that. I mean, we're at a place now where we have fire departments and fire departments in this country who have purchased backup ambulances or at least rent them. I'm not sure how they pay for them. There was a story about these firefighters in central Arizona who have taken up on their own to get ambulances because the company that has the deal with this area uh, sometimes takes too long to get there. There's not enough of them. They, their responding time is too long. And now we have a new story that, uh, you know, this company is making a big deal about. There was a 911 call that, of course, this baby had fallen into a bathtub and she's not breathing. Send help right away. And so they said, hey, uh, how far are you guys away to the first ambulance? And they said, we're about 12 minutes out. The firefighters decided that's too co- that's too far away. We need an ambulance right now. So they brought in the unofficial ambulance as the backup. And they got there with the backup ambulance. And they got to a nearby helicopter, flew the eight-month-old girl to Phoenix Children's Hospital. And the baby survived and was released days later. And they didn't think much about it. They were like, yeah, that's why we have the backup ambulances. Because we don't trust the uh, 
Prescott, what's the company's name? They don't trust the uh, Lifeline Ambulance Company, which is a for-profit company underneath American Medical Response Company in Prescott Valley, Arizona, uh, to show up on time or to at least show up fast enough. And so they're going on about their day. Well, 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 no, we can't have that. Lifeline and the CFMA have been tangled in this public feud over response time for years. And now the fire department believes this private company's response times are too slow and there aren't enough ambulances in service. So they got their own unofficial ambulances, which it calls rescues to respond to calls when firefighters feel Lifeline's units are too far away. And so, you know, they're not going to regret using the rescue. They saved this baby's life and they're probably saving, they've saved other lives as well by getting there faster. Now, so as a result, they're saying that they've got a big lawsuit going on and we're going, you know, it's going back years. There's thousands of complaints from the CFMA because there's going against Lifeline. They're going back to our deal. They're going against our deal. That's our deal. Oh, well, maybe you should be better at it. That's all. No, I know, you know, that's the fight. They're not certified ambulance providers, but they, you know, they, they don't meet the standards of medical necessity developed into the interest of public health and safety. You know, when you start getting into that kind of talk, I feel like that they know that they're up against a wall and they're screwing up and they're screwing the people in that they're supposed to be taken care of. And the fire department is just trying to save lives. So we'll see how that battle works out. And I wonder how many other places around the country that this is going on. This case in uh, Arizona should bring out a little bit of what's going on around the country as far as uh, deals that communities have with private ambulance companies and see, uh, you know, maybe we can do better. Hateful, offensive, obscene speech is strictly forbidden on the Peloton service. Wait, what? Yeah. I don't know if you've read the company guidelines or not, but this includes any leaderboard names, locations, profile pictures, tags, or any other user content that promotes, relates to, or condones lack of respect, discrimination, or violence of any kind against individuals or groups based on age, ethnicity, culture, race, nationality, immigration status, disability status, physical ability, gender or gender identity expression, sexual orientation, religion, veteran status, body shape, socioeconomic status, or political affiliation. All that. All that. To remember, because... Peloton has now said there's no way that we can allow Let's Go Brandon on their Peloton bikes. Wait, what? Yeah, they've blocked the using the hashtags reading Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> several users, according to the story, several users. I don't know how many several is, but several users started putting the phrase in their personal profiles. You hateful bastards putting the phrase in your profile let's go brandon huh you know that that phrase is huh, the euphemism for the phrase 
Joe Biden, and I won't have it. Well, it's not up to me. It's up to Peloton, because if it were up to me, I would let it stand because I hate the word police. But Peloton said it has a zero tolerance policy against divisive, explicit, or other content that violates our policies. And I love the all-encompassing other content that violates our policies. We welcome members from all walks of life to represent themselves through their tags or by having thoughtful conversations in our groups. Yeah, uh, but we have zero tolerance uh, policy against divisive, explicit, or other content that violates our policies. We, we actively moderate our channels and have removed tags that span the political spectrum while allowing members to express themselves using tags like women for Trump. <laughs> so let's go, Brandon. Could not mean, uh, you know, you're for the NASCAR driver whatsoever. I could not mean that. Uh, you look, the company is inclusive, or at least they claim to be all inclusive. And they just, uh, they just want to make sure that there's nothing divisive uh, going on at Peloton. We don't want you to be able to get on your Peloton and think to yourself, Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. No, no, you cannot have that. So it's good news coming from Peloton because we don't want people on their Peloton thinking those divisive thoughts. Well, they can't stop you from thinking it yet, but they will stop you from posting it. <laughs> there's no, there's not going to be any hashtags on Pelotons saying, let's go, Brandon. You got that? Okay. We good now? We clear? All right. Good. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.